Welcome to Days with Diana. I'm your host, Diana Trubin, and today I'm here with... Chantal Cambridge. And like the last episode, today we will be discussing what the beauty standards are today, but more into depth. We will be covering how race has an impact on beauty standards. Besides our normal team here, we have more guests to, that represent people in their com- own community and gender. I want to start with the Black woman's experience on beauty standards. So Chantel and I are going to do that together. So Chantel, can you start? So yeah, like for a long time now, Eurocentric features have always been considered more beautiful and they're like lifted up as a beauty standard. Like as a Black woman myself, I have seen examples of these standards play out in real life and in television. Like in the article I read, The Beauty Stands of Inherit by Alert, one of the stories included a black woman who was looked at as masculine because of her skin color. Um, this can lead to black women wanting to alter themselves or change themselves to fit into the beauty standard. And there's also like certain things that black women do that are looked at as aggressive or unattractive, but when women other than black women do it, they're seen as attractive or quote unquote feisty. Yeah, these things happen like way more often than you think. And like in on the daily, and you honestly do get treated different or seen as just attractive. And I've had a black boy tell me to my face that when a black girl is joking around and she punches me out of laughter, she's aggressive. And then later say when a Latina yells and throws stuff, it's it's hot and spicy. And not to mention these stereotypes. But another thing that I didn't realize on, like, was the only movement to actually change the beauty standards was till I read uh, is Beauty in the Eyes of the Colonizer. And this is called the Natural Hair Movement. And it was started by Black women with very tight, curly hair. But honestly, the, a new beauty standard is loose curls. So texturism is still a very heavy issue in the Black community. And the founders of the movement still didn't reach their goal. And so these problems could be like very similar to black men's problem, but they're probably also very different. And nobody can speak for a black man better than a black man. So I have Yobo on here to share that he feels he has to live up to as a black male. Yo? How you doing, guys? My name is Yobo, and I feel like in 2021 today in our society that black men slash african-american men have to live up to this priority to being within shape of having nice hair having nice facial features nice white teeth because that's what in society within social media today we have to live up to and also believe that with social media it also shows that you can really see all the actual races and different people coming together to actually bring up the black male movement because i feel like with like in more recent times african-american men have been really proud like prioritized and praised for being you know african-american men and sometimes yes it does seem like these women who are not of color does seem like they're just you could say using african-american men but personally i do not see it that way i kind of see it as if if you like the person you really do like them especially if it's just your preference but i also feel as if people who are colored and see two people who are not colored and colored together it kind of seems like that person who's african-american aka the man it kind of makes it seem like they're colorist or they don't like their own race or a whole lot of things but personally i just don't really see it that way i just feel like if you feel like you're attracted to that person you can just honestly you know be with that person but especially in 
you know, 2021, it seems as if that you have to stay in your own bubble, in your own lane. But personally, I believe that I like it because everyone can date anyone. It's a really, you know, diverse culture. Uh, yeah, definitely. And for, you know, a Hispanic person's point of view on beauty standards, I'm going to have Lori Nasturiel on here. So, Lori, go ahead. As a Hispanic female, beauty standards can usually divide the Hispanic community. Today, females have to be skinny, a certain height, or have a certain type of hair, like curly or straight hair, in order to be attractive. At some point, these beauty standards had made me feel unwanted and not pretty enough. Because, like, it's been like that for years, you know? So, like, in all of middle school, I was always down about myself and try to change myself to fit in as a pretty girl. The beauty standards for a Hispanic female are very specific. For instance, if you're Hispanic, people expect you to have a big butt, very nice curly hair, and a slim waist. And if you have all of that, you're like a golden ticket. So with a specific beauty standard, it really just makes the race outshine the other. Because between these two, between the two races of like Afro-Latina and a white Hispanic, um, there's a lot of differences. As, such as like in skin tone and hair texture so that's why the, if the beauty standards are very specific it would really help outshine one race when i scroll through tiktok i love to see women of all ethnicities of races so watching that gives me confidence that i can be comfortable with my own body and still be pretty that's deep um and many answers have steered more to, you know, characteristics that white people have. But that doesn't change how some white people feel. So let's dive into that. Jessica Young, a white woman, will be expressing her experience. The floor is yours, Jess. I feel like the basic beauty standards have been the same for a while. And this has been as early as the 20s, but I feel like it's also gone on even in the 18 and 1700s. Because most white women in society are expected to have the basic blonde hair, blue eyes, pale, clear skin, straight teeth, and usually a certain height range. And I've seen that white women deemed as average in society are usually between 5'6 and 5'7. And anything other than that, you're either too tall or too short, which is obviously very unrealistic. And the beauty standards of white women seem to reflect from Marilyn Monroe which is someone who has had all of these um, characteristics all together. But it's interesting how majority of white women don't fit this description at all, but it's still the beauty standard for all of us. Definitely showing a different perspective I didn't even realize. That's why it's really important to have people on here. So for our final guest, I would like to welcome Matthew Tarian. Go ahead. Uh, I feel like these beauty standards aren't as hard as aren't as hard on white men as they are on women or men of other races. Uh, one of the main and only things that is like a beauty standard that is hard to meet for white men is like height. Uh, a lot of women like men that are taller and I feel like the society makes men want to be taller and it makes them think that the taller they are, the better. Yeah, that's, I definitely see that a lot in, you know, in person and stuff like that. So sadly running out of time and I just want to thank our guests for being here because it's that means a lot, especially, you know, we can get all inputs of different people because excited. And so 
I just really want to thank you guys for being here. And so I want to thank our listeners for listening. And tune in next time. Once again, it's your host, Diana Cherubin, signing off.